You are listening to the Stronger Together Experience. My name is Dr. Matthew X. Joseph, and my goal is to meet with educators across the globe and learn from them, learn with them, because I believe being stronger together allows us to collaborate and support one another's growth. So join me in this episode and all episode to learn stories from educators in the field sharing their experiences to help us grow and become stronger together. Remember, when we work collaboratively, we take our story and make our path and journey one to learn from. So as we move through this and listen to our stories, remember, we over me will make us stronger together. We are back on this Sunday night, Halloween Eve, and we're not going to bring you any scary things tonight. We're actually going to bring you some inspiration from educators from across the country. And I don't say that just to boost up what we're doing. I'm out here near Boston. We have educators from Boston all the way to Oregon on the West Coast here from 730 to 430. We got you covered across the whole United States, at least the 48 states internally here. Um, I'm really excited to be back. It's been a quite, quite a run. We had so a team on Thursday, we had yesterday we talked to Coach Vic, and today we have another group of amazing educators. And what impresses me the most about the team that's coming in, they really exemplify the stronger together mindset because we often think of tech tools as just that, just a tool. Or we see their vendors and we see them at a table and they're selling something. But what I have come to realize is my time as a principal and my time as a district leader is that our solution pro providers are just as integral as any of the textbooks that we have. Having opportunities for our solution providers to meet us, the educators, share the tools, because at the end of the day, we're all in the same profession and we all have the same goal of enhancing student learning. And the team that we're going to bring on today not only enhances student learning, enhances student voice, student creativity, as well as educator creativity. And even more than that, their educators practicing educators in the classroom either currently half time or recently removed from the classrooms they've been in there it always drives me crazy when i listen to someone share what i should do and have never done it and that's what impresses me about the team that we're going to talk to tonight is they've done it they have had opportunity to share they've had an opportunity to make some missteps and learn from it and they share that experience 
with, with all of you. So I'm really excited to welcome in our team from Canva Education. Um, I'd love for you all just to introduce yourselves because I'm not gonna be able to do it justice. We'll start with the furthest West Coast and, and move our way this way. So Tisha, take it away. Hello, oh my goodness, it's so exciting to be with you all tonight. And my name is Tisha Richmond and I am a Canva Learning Consultant and I'm also a Student Engagement and PD specialist from Medford, Oregon, southern part of the state. And I've been in education over 25 years, most of those years as a culinary arts teacher, some years as an interior design teacher, moved to tech integration and now into student engagement role. And I am just passionate about uh, creating unforgettable experiences for students. And I absolutely love what I do with Canva for education because I get to help empower students in the learning process. And so it's super exciting. And I love everybody in this conversation tonight. So it's so awesome to be here. Great. Hey, everyone. Uh, Scott Noons here, former ELA teacher turned tech coach and now district engagement advocate with Canva and really happy to be on here with everyone. And I'm going to pass it on to you, Liz. Well, it's great to be here with everyone. It's nice to see everyone. And I'm Liz Bostwick. I was 16 years a classroom teacher in elementary, and then I moved on to being a technology integration specialist and now work as a Canva learning consultant. And like everybody here, I love the work that I do. I love that I'm still in classrooms working with teachers and alongside educators in so many different roles. And the best part is just being able to see the growth of students. So thank you for having us here. Of course, I'm extremely excited because I had an opportunity to talk to Tisha and Scott on Friday uh, about some of the tools and signed up and practice it myself. And I think that's the inspiration I see you bringing to our educators and our students. What has been something you have found rewarding moving from the classroom or part-time in the classroom and moving into this role in a different side of education? And I'm definitely not gonna be like, go around or just dive in. We've, we, this is how we roll. If you have an answer, just throw it out there. Well, I'll, I'll share that I have really loved really getting to know um, and work with educators across the U.S. I mean, I'm getting to work with district leaders and tech integration specialists and, and students and teachers all over the nation. And it just is so awesome to get to zoom out and see what education looks like in all of these different places and learn from others and at the same time, be able to share with them this amazing platform that I know empowers students from kinder all the way to through 12th grade. And so I and beyond, but I'm working primarily with K through 12 um, school systems. And so that's just really exciting to me to be able to kind of open up this world of learning that maybe they didn't know existed before. I agree. I would just to add on to that. I think that it helps us to connect the dots a lot between the districts. Like we get to see what happens within one district within Texas or California and link it to something done in New York. And it only allows us to be able to offer better solutions to schools, better ideas, and be able to give like anything that we do in person, especially like in the classroom, we can really share about that. And I think connecting the dots in that way helps all districts. So it's been really neat. I think for all of us to have that kind of an experience. Yeah, I just want to tack on to that last part, Liz. Uh, I think the big difference is, you know, going from like this local to like national level with us having spoken at national conferences 
to with Canva, sometimes going even international, um, you know, I have clients over in China, Malaysia, Australia, all over uh, UK. And so uh, it's been really cool. Oh, South Africa's a really cool one. Like the challenges they face over there are really different. And so it just adds to my skill set. I love it. Did you just drop a humble brag? I'm just wondering if you're just like name dropping countries and you're just like, <laughs> look at the clients I have all over the country. That was impressive. I liked it. It was very smooth. You, you worked that in and it was, it was good. No, it, it says more about Canva and the power of the tool, yeah. honestly, than it says about me. Uh, I'm just the one that gets to bring Canva to those folks and help them ideate solutions uh, for their staff. Like where there's a need, Canva as a tool really fills it. And, um, you know, I get to bring my passion for education. No, and I, and I get that. And I was totally kidding with you because I wanted to, I wanted the next thing for you to talk about is how it is connecting students from outside of their zip code. One of the things I talk a lot about in both, you know, when I wrote Power of Connections and now Stronger Together is like, I have found so much value in learning from all of you, going to these events and, and taking back what I learned and then sharing it, we're in three different time zones and we're having this opportunity to learn and share. How have you seen Canva, and then maybe tell the specifics of how that works with sharing and different things, how it can connect creativity across boundaries? Wow, that's a, that's a deep question. Um, I'm gonna defer to the ladies here because they are definitely amped up on creativity and then uh i'll, I'll jump in at the awesome well i will say one thing that tisha and i are really excited about is at fetc upcoming this january right yep. um sorry suddenly i'm like wait am i right in january because we've got a nice time flies right so it's like so many different things um but we are going to be doing a panel discussion where we kind of hit on exactly what oh, you're talking about we're going to be sharing about canva and the impact of creativity and also be bringing in school districts that leverage the power of Canva in the classroom and in their districts to be able to share exactly on what you're Great. saying right now. So that's going to be really exciting. Oh, wonderful. So make sure to definitely check that out if you're down in New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is, I mean, I have always been passionate about really amplifying those four C's, right? The communication, the collaboration, the creativity, and the critical thinking. It's part of my Make Learning Magical message. My C is, is those sees. And so Canva <laughs> is one of those platforms that you really can amplify all of the C's in one place. There are tons of collaboration features with the whiteboard and with just collaborating within a design. Students are able to not only visually communicate their understanding and their knowledge and, and themselves, but they're also able to audibly do that through uh, the recording and through video, they're able to create like in endless ways. I mean, when you think about how you can demonstrate what you know through comic strips, infographics, videos, websites, presentations, I mean, really the possibilities are endless as far as what students can do. And they're able to communicate in a language that makes sense to them, that they understand. You think about our kids being on TikTok, being on Instagram Reels, Instagram Stories, and now they can get into Canva and express themselves in this language that they love. And that's really, really exciting. And not only that, but we're preparing them, equipping them with the skills that they're gonna need beyond our K-12 system. 
So they're going to go out into the workplace and they're going to be equipped with all of these skills that they're going to need for their future careers. And um, that is really, really powerful. And so I, I love that about Canva. I love that students can not only create and and be able to communicate, collaborate, critically think, but then they are able to connect with other people in other places and be able to share their learning that way as well. So well, that, I, that, I get really excited about Yeah, I can that. tell. And I think that's part of yeah. what excites me about seeing this new transformation where our solution providers are going out and seeking educators who have done this to work with other educators. And I think that creativity and passion rings true as we move into this next stage of education, instruction, student agency. But what about, I would love to hear about how you kind of build that bridge for the teacher or school district or principal. It's like, this is just one more thing. Uh, we have hit capacity. Mm. Why are we bringing one more thing? And we have to learn about Pearson and we have to learn about all these official textbook <laughs> things. What about this thing? How would you approach that? Because I think it's incredibly valuable to bring these tools in. Yeah, I can jump in here with, yeah, with that one. Um, I think, or one of the ways that I do it uh, when I'm jumping on a sales call and really trying to convince people that haven't already bought into Canva as a tool, I talk about it as a workflow tool. I talk about it as a four C's tool and I talk about leveraging outcomes and I'll tell personal stories. I'll share um, stories about clients. I'm now one of the leads on our K-12 testimonials and uh, use cases. And so I'm always on the hunt for these different use cases. And so I'll share some of those and talk about uh, like a student I had that was academically on the lower end. And then I introduced Canva, was able to tap into her interests. We connected it with standards and the community. And uh, in a PBL or project-based learning project, she was able to raise over $2,500 for Ronald McDonald House and other wow. organizations um, using that logo. She put it on t-shirts and hoodies, and that was really her in the tool. And so tapping into those student interests and just letting them know, like, hey, you can tap into interests in this way. So if you're having those behavioral uh, management problems, guess what? Maybe you need to tap into their interests. Or if time is an issue, guess what? You can use a technique um, like I use called bilocation, where you, whenever you're doing the EDI portion of your lesson, you record yourself. So it works great at secondary. That's, that's when I used it. Do the present and record feature. So you're going through your slides, recording it. You play it for the students. Um, and then you're able to essentially like bilocate and circulate the room, answer those questions, give the formative feedback, pause if necessary, and do it without losing your place because you've already recorded it. So there's right. no worries there. And that really just speeds up the learning and really helps you get those instructional minutes in. I saw you had something earlier this week about that. Uh, and so that's one way to do it with the tech tool. Great. And Liz, you were going to jump in. Yeah, I was just going to add in that when I work with teachers, one thing that I really help them to reflect on is student engagement. 
And when we know that our students are deeply engaged and when they feel they're invested in what they're creating, then you're going to deepen engagement. You're going to empower learning. And therefore, instead of getting kids that are like, no, I don't want to do this and that are more compliance based, you're going to create a culture where kids want to create. They want to demonstrate their learning and understanding. And ultimately, that's what we want to create in education. And so I see the beauty of Canva is that when of course, you know that teachers are the oftentimes the gatekeepers to what our students sure. can do. So if we can help our teachers to understand the benefit and we get the technology in the hands of the kids, it's actually very intuitive. Kids take off. I've worked with second graders using Canva in the classroom for all types of projects. And so it's really great to be able to see students leveraging the technology and then Whenever I've been in the classroom, I hear students say, can I do this at home? Can I keep working on this beyond? That is, the, that is where you know it's. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's Absolutely. so exciting. It is. Yeah. And I will just jump in. It's free. <laughs> like, it is, <laughs> there you go. Like, it's amazing yes. to me. And, and so there's like, it's a win-win for everyone. And I think what's beautiful about Canva is it's this robust platform, but yet it's simple and it's intuitive. So mm -hmm. even if you're not tech savvy, even if you're a kindergartner, because I've worked with kindergartners in my own district, they're going to be able to jump in and start creating right away, which is really, really exciting. And I have found I was working with a third grade classroom uh, not too long ago, and they were doing presentations. The teacher introduced Canva. They hadn't been super familiar with it, but they introduced it. Kids were working on the presentations. They invited me in to just be a part of that day when they were working and this kid called me over and he was illustrating every slide of his presentation and animating it. And the teacher didn't even know the draw tool existed. Wow. And this kid had found it on his own in the more menu, started illustrating. And he was so proud. Like it just touched my heart because he's like, I love to draw. And so he was drawing each of his presentation slides on his own. And it was, it was amazing. And that's the beauty of Canva is there's, no end to how students are able to express themselves in a creative way and be able to collaborate together. And so again, like, I mean, I will just second what both Liz and Scott said, there is every reason to bring your students into this platform. No, and, and that's wonderful. And, and Tisha said it was free and, and the website's down below, but um, in our pre-show notes in the green room, uh, Scott said to just email him. Um, so here's his email. Make sure to reach out to, to Scott. Uh, for those of you who are watching now or on the yes. replay, reach we'll out. We'll take and, care of friends of the show. All right, we'll take care of that. And I see people as they're coming in, feel free. If you have questions, to, to throw them in the, the comment section um, as well. And But what I definitely wanted to, to jump in, and, and I was a principal for 11 years, and, and often when we would bring – something in or I'd come in with this idea and like, let's try this. Teachers didn't know where to start. And we talk about some great things. You share these great projects and you should, but for that teacher who's still figuring out Google and drive and, and, and where to hit the waffle and, and, and everyone's in their own steps and there's nothing wrong with that. But what would be your recommendation for someone who sees that little website scroll around, they sign up in private because they're like, I just want to try this on my own. Where would a teacher who is at step one just start? I'll jump into that one. Yeah. Like, ready to 
Um, one thing that I, I talk a lot about, and I talk about this in my book of Take the Leap, Ignite a Culture of Innovation as well, but I always talk about taking one thing that you're already doing and renovate it. So rather than recreating the wheel, start with something you're familiar with and bring it into Canva because you can upload PDFs, you can upload from your um, OneDrive or Google Drive, and you can edit anything and recreate anything. So I always recommend to take an activity you love and renovate it in Canva. So that would be my little tip. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And that's what I recommend all the time for anybody who is a little bit like apprehensive about jumping in, take something that you already have. Maybe it's this thing that you created that's tried and true, but it might be a little tired and you just need to breathe some new life into it. Bring it into Canva, make it more visually engaging add some spice to it, maybe make it more accessible for kids. Maybe the font wasn't the greatest in the original and you just want to make it more accessible. Like you don't have to start from scratch. And so hundred percent agree with what Liz just said. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll, I'll build on that. Once you've taken that thing you already have and you've changed some colors, you've changed the font, maybe, you want to upskill a little bit and and go from that basic and novice skill set to an intermediate uh, skill set. You can remove the background on an image, sure. which is pretty cool. Or you can you go to the more uh, tab. For some of you, it's a little different for everybody. But find styles, and you can change the style in there. Or if you have a brand kit set up for your school district already, apply that. That's where you can bring in, you know, like a school logo. Like I used to work for Enox. So Enox Eagles with the black and gold with, like, the proper fonts. That is such a cool way to give your old um, slideshows, like, either from uh, Google or Microsoft. Bring those in and give them a quick facelift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's important as we talk about branding, as we talk about getting our voice out there, as we talk about telling your story as as, as schools. I think that that's um, incredibly important. Now, I'd love for you to share, and I I can't believe how fast twenty minutes flies by when we're, but I'd love for you to share an example of a student activity that you were just like, wow, I didn't think we could get this from Canva. I'd love for you to share one of those. You want to jump in, Liz? I'll let you go this time first if you want to go first. Or Scott, I do have a couple ideas, but. Yeah, there's there's so many. I mean, I think that that's the hard part is, is there's, there's so many things that you can have your students do to express themselves. I think that one of the things that we always encourage as teachers are introducing Canva for the first time is just to do kind of a low entry activity that's not mm -hmm. a real high cognitive you know, load. Uh, maybe an about me activity is a great one to do. There's a lot of about me activities in the Canva library. And I want to add that there's over 60,000 templates in all different design types in the Canva library to start from. So you don't have to start from scratch. Um, not only can you bring something in that you already exist, but you can search this library of amazing templates and then iterate them and make them your own. And then one of the things that I used to love to do in the classroom is in Google Slides, I would create like a slide for every student okay. and have them each like claim one. And then <laughs> I would have them like like do an about me or do something on their slide. And then I could go and put it in present mode and share them and have everybody do like a 15 second share out. Um, and while they're working, I could go into grid view and see how everybody was working in real time. You can do the exact same thing in Canva. 
So you can have every student in your class grab a slide. You're going to be able to see them in real time working. You're going to be able to give comments to them. And then if you have time, you could do like a 15, 20 second runway and have every student share their designs with the class. And um, so they're mm -hmm. all creating, but they're all collaborating at the same time. And I will say for student projects, one of the best that I've worked with was a team of second graders, a class of second graders, and they created their insect reports, oh, um, research reports. And so they still did all the paper pencil. They still had a graphic organizer. They drew their insect. They drew the life cycle. But then it was really neat because even though we, because the teacher was a little bit apprehensive with tech, but it was amazing how quickly she just within like a little bit of time after school and at home, she's like, this is so much fun. Um, but we, even with the students, they adapted to everything so quickly. And before you knew it, even though we created a template, the kids changed so many different things on the template, really made it their own. And then what was neat was that they took the drawings that they created by hand using crayons or colored pencils, they uploaded it, removed backgrounds, and those became the elements on the design. So instead of having all of these cookie cutter insect research projects that were on paper, even though the kids, it might be a different insect and, you know, different drawings, it looked completely different in each of their video creations. And that was really neat. And talk about building that um, school community and connecting with families and parents and really being able to share the message of what's happening in our schools. Yeah. And I think it just gets me so excited, inspired because I got one of the things that would drive me nuts, just to be honest with you, when I was an elementary school principal, was when I'd walk by the bulletin board and everyone had the same snowman. Maybe some had a different color hat and a different color scarf. And they all were perfect circles, of course, because the teacher cut them out because they thought if I walked by and it looked good, that that made, I wanted to see the red snowman. I wanted to see one that was a triangle. Like I wanted to see that expression. And I think that's what excites me about what you've been talking about for 20 minutes, what we talked about Friday, what you're doing each and every day. So make sure for all of our creative learners out there, for all those just starting, I think it's just an amazing tool. Yeah. So I do have a challenge, Liz. I have a challenge for you, if that's okay. Okay. So this year at FETC, I got a chance to take a picture with Scott. <laughs> and then in Miami, I had a chance to take a picture with Tisha. So we we don't have one. So we're, yes. we're going to be at NiceGate, right? We're I'll be at NiceGate. Yep, I'll be at NiceGate and FETC. So all right, we're going to make that happen in a few weeks. For sure. Um, and also, what I really appreciate, and I know Scott's on his journey as well, but that we are educators and we never take enough time to share some of the great things we do. So I'd love for for Tisha and then Liz. If you could just share one minute of the work that you do outside of here, you just, you kind of drop this in just like, as like, Oh, when I do this, I wrote a book and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'd love for you to share for the viewers, some of the things um, that you did with this. And then Liz, I'm going to jump over to you. Uh, thank you so much. Of yes. I... <laughs> we have to celebrate our great work. We, ne we don't do it ourselves. So like, it's, it's so great to uh, see it. I appreciate it. Well, in 2018, I had the great honor of publishing a book through Dave Burgess Consulting Incorporated called Make Learning Magical, Transform Your Teaching and Create Unforgettable Experiences for Students. And it's really my manifesto. It's how I went from a burnout teacher who is on the brink of leaving education to really going on this journey to transform my own teaching practice and really create those unforgettable experiences for students. And so uh, magical is actually an acronym. And so the M stands for memorable beginnings. A is for authenticity and agency. G is gamified experiences. I is innovation. C is creativity, collaboration, uh, 
communication and curiosity. A is for authentic audience and L is for legacy. And so I just share how I was able to bring those, unlock those keys in my own classroom to make learning magical, but also how other people can tap into that magic as well and create unforgettable experiences for their students. Awesome. So make sure to uh, check out, I have your Twitter accounts on a, a thing as well, but you all have them up there. So make sure to visit um, Tish's Twitter. Her website is down below. Make sure to check that out for all things uh, learning magical. And then Liz, uh, you drop this in too, just like, oh, and I wrote this book, take a leap too. Like you, you guys drop these things in, like they're not just great accomplishments. So share a little bit about take the leap. So just a little bit on it. It's actually, Tish and I have some very similar stories um, and kind of direction in life. So it's funny that, you know, we both work with Canva, but I think that makes sense because our messages are, there's a little complimentary, you know, communication in there. And so likewise, um, it kind of goes through the journey of me as a teacher and really looking for how can I create more dynamic and innovative learning experiences within a system that didn't really provide a lot of opportunities for that. And so it's really about my own manifesto as well and how I was able to work with a team collaboratively in my school to create a culture where all students could thrive. And so we did that through building the culture, empowering learning, and then creating authentic and meaningful learning experiences so our students could reach their full potential. And that's broken down in the acronym of LEAP. And so I think working with Canva, both of us, interweave a lot of our message in that and how do we empower students how do we help our students reach their full potential and help everybody really feel like they um, are finding their purpose so i think it's just it's really neat to be able to work with canva in that way that that's awesome and i think it's really it's amazing as we start to expand our global reach that it's the individuals that have a very similar passion that come together that I find that very rewarding and I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think that was part of my own journey about writing Stronger Together is like, how can we take all of these? I've learned so much from other people. Like, how can we highlight the work of other people so that we can learn as well? So I'm going to ask each of you the last question I ask all of the guests. Um, what does Stronger Together mean to you? Scott, why don't you take this first? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit here. Yeah, uh, stronger together. You know, I think it's this group right here. So I'm going to amplify Tisha and Liz a little bit. Um, you know, jumping back to 2018, started following Dave Burgess, uh, DBC, their publisher, and then started seeing their books and interacting um, with both of these great leaders on social media in a chat called uh, TLAP for Teach Like a Pirate. Uh, and that was great. That's where I started really connecting with loads of people, really kind of finding my stride uh, in education and getting the support I needed. I wasn't necessarily getting it from my local PLN. And really, I'd have to say that Tisha and Liz have really become more like a PLF, a professional learning family. Um, when, you know, I had tons of hardships at the beginning of this year, uh, Tisha just, you know, said, hey, how can I help? And really helped me out. And I'm grateful. And Liz said yes to coming on to the Canva team. <laughs> and it's just kicking butt. And I'm constantly learning from both of them and we're sharing. And so, that's what it's really like to be stronger together for me. Awesome. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I completely second that. It's been such an amazing journey. When I started getting connected in 2014, it was the year that I actually was was facing this crazy burnout, wanting to leave education. <laughs> and I discovered Twitter and I discovered what a PLN even meant. I didn't even know. And I started joining Twitter chats and started getting connected. And it has been this incredible journey that has been so fulfilling. And I just feel like I... I every day I'm inspired, I am challenged, I am growing as an educator, as a person because of the people that are in my network and agreed, like they have become my family. And I, um, I just am so, so grateful. That's why I love getting to go to conferences and seeing people face to face because I'm in communication with my, my PLN, PLF all of the time, but when we can actually like give hugs and get to talk over a meal or, you know, just over coffee, it just makes those relationships so much um, richer. And I don't, I wouldn't be where I am today as an educator. I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I have as an educator if it isn't for amazing educators like all of you that have like just given me so much, um, I don't know, joy. Awesome. And I second everything that Tisha and Scott said, but I will add on that I think when it comes to Stronger Together, it is the the concept that we all complement each other. Like all of us sure. have our own unique messages. We all are sharing something a little bit different, but yet we have such a similar passion and what it is that we want to support education with. And when it comes to Stronger Together, we're really looking at how do we connect globally to make better experiences for both teachers and students. So it's just, it is so wonderful to be connected with so many and to be able to learn from others and grow with one another. Oh, well, that, that's awesome. I'm so thrilled to, to have you on. Liz, we're going to see you in a couple of weeks. Tish and, and Scott, I'll see you down in New Orleans or all of you as well. And if you have opportunity to head to an event and see a Canva booth or see a Canva presentation on the schedule, make sure you go check it out. Check out the website down below. And again, if you want to just directly email Scott, email him. He'll get you all set up. It's a great tool. Um, dove into it Friday, trying to make some resources uh, for educational leaders as well. So try it out, share, share throughout. And I just want to thank all of you for taking this time from the West Coast all the way to Texas. And are you in New York, Liz? Yep, New York. In, in New York and Massachusetts. We're all here. And I think it exemplifies one of the things that I write about. It actually closes the end of the outtake video is that we put we over me to make this all happen. So thank you all for, for coming on and great success um, in 2022. And then of course, as we turn the calendar into next year and beyond as well. So thank you all for stopping in. Thank you. Thank you. And for all of you, make sure to check out all the sites, check out Canva and all of this is now live on YouTube and will be posted on the Stronger Together website as well. So I hope you all have a great Sunday, and for those of you who are celebrating trick or treat tomorrow, go have fun, go have candy. If you don't want your Twizzlers, send them my way here in Boston. <laughs> have a great evening.
It is such a pleasure and honor to learn from educators around the globe. Make sure to continue to tune in to our audio podcasts and check out our video podcast by visiting xfactor.link slash experience. I would love to hear your story and share with other educators around the globe.